Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Coast to coast. Aaron O heavily involved in the show today. Carver High running it with Mafia and Ty Stick, Big Daddy Jones. Uh, Let's keep talking baseball. Aaron Judge is allegedly, he claims, not thinking about his contract. Uh, I don't believe that for a second either. I got to tell you, when someone is on the verge of making between three and four hundred and fifty million dollars, Uh, I got to tell you, that's all I think about. If I'm him, I think about nothing else. I know he has to hit home runs and drive in runs and win games with the Yankees, but that's fairly easy with that lineup. Uh, So what I would be thinking about at all times, as you know, Carver High, is the smell of stacks of Benz. Well, yes, me and you would absolutely be thinking about that right now, but not Aaron Judge, Scotty. He's Worried about this season, and those are things that are going to take care of themselves down the road. Uh, Here's Aaron at the media day yesterday. It's it's never been a big concern of mine. You know, it's never the money, the contract, stuff like that has never been, you know, why I play this game. You know, know, I play this game because I love it. I play this game because, you know, know, God gave me a gift to be here, and, you know, I never want to take that for granted. So for me, it's never been about. Here we go. I want. Never about the money. I want to play for the Yankees. I want to you know, be here for a long time, you know. And if it works out, it works out. But if it doesn't, it doesn't. It's out of my hands, you know. I can't really control that kind of stuff. So for me, it's just been about focusing on the game and playing the game. And you know, when when I'm a free agent and we decide where we go, you know, we'll figure that all out later. I mean, what a load of shack that was. Uh, you know what? <laughs> he should just play for free then. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like, just play for the game. Uh, sunflower seeds and to wear that pinstripe uniform and play in the Bronx and who needs money when you love baseball as much as he does. What a load of Shaq that was. I mean, to tell you, anyone that turns down the money that he turned down. Now, listen, Soto, same thing. He turned down $440 million and then Judge turned down, what, $230 million off or whatever it was before the season by the Yankees, seven years, whatever it was. All I know is... Uh, Anyone that turns down contracts that big, all they think about is how much bigger they're going to get. I mean, they aren't even, those numbers aren't even in their realm of thinking. Uh, So Soto is going to want a half a billion dollars at least. And you're talking about uh, the most gigantic pay raise from 230 to three to four and a quarter for uh, Judge. 
listen, if I were Aaron Judge, Carver High, I would want the exact same money that Mike Trout is making because Aaron Judge has 33 home runs and 70 RBIs, and he is the face of the New York Yankees, not Derek Jeter. It's Aaron Judge. Put that smile on like Michael Strahan with the gap tooth and just sit back and make $20 million a year on Good Morning America and make three hundred and fifty to $400 million playing for the Yankees. The reason why he doesn't think about money is because they can't even get to where he needs to be at before he gets horny. <laughs> he didn't care so much that he made that big stink before the season started, right? He didn't care about money then when he got all mad uh, that the number yeah. got leaked out, uh, that he turned down. Uh, that will be a lot of fun after the season. Uh, that'll be a daily thing uh, for us here on Coast to Coast, the drama of the Aaron Judge Yankee contract situation in the offseason. All right, we have a game tonight in Los Angeles, All-Star Game, American League, National League. Clayton Kershaw and Dirty Harry McClanahan are the starters. Let's start with Kershaw, Scotty, because, of course, kind of a controversial pick because Sandy Alcantara has had such a tremendous season for the Marlins, but... It's L.A., it's Kershaw, he's never started the game before. He knows there were better options, but he's still happy to be there. And, you know, it, it's, uh, it's hard because, obviously, uh, Sandy Alcantara, Tony Gonsolin, you could name a bunch, Max Fried, all these guys have better numbers than I do, and they should be starting this game, and I get that. Um, but all that to say, I'm just so excited I get to do it here at Dodger Stadium. Um, I really didn't think anything of it at the time. I was like, well, yeah, it'd be fun to do it or whatever. But um, now that it's finally here and I get to uh, start that game tomorrow night, it just uh, it means a lot. And uh, it means a lot to my family. And we're excited. Charlie's excited. My kiddos are excited. So we're going to we're going to have a good time tomorrow. And hopefully I don't screw it up too bad. <laughs> Actually, uh, I think he screwed up in that I would have gone uh, to the Texas Rangers in the offseason and I would have cut a, like a two-year deal to make $200 million because that's what they would have given him. They paid Corey Seager more money than the entire state of Texas has in their wallets combined, every citizen. And that guy, you know, fair enough. Corey Seager's a good player, but he is not worth the money they gave him. I mean, and they would have given Kershaw a world to pitch in Dallas. That's all there is to it. The kids from Dallas. And he went back to the Dodgers for one year. I guess it was all lined up for this. Alcantara should be the starting pitcher of the All-Star game. That's all there is to it. This is favorite city. They're just giving this to him because he's a Dodger. And I have no reason to uh, buy into it at all. I just don't even care. Well, haven't we been down the Clayton Kershaw road enough? I mean, honestly. Yes. They have yeah. been nobbing on this, this guy for 10 good. years. He's got one it's World Series. Over. They treat him uh, like he's Sandy Koufax, and he isn't. It's almost over. Honestly. Not too many more moments left uh, for, for Clayton Kershaw before he hangs them up. We'll see if he has another one tonight. We'll come back. We got a couple from Dusty Scotty, including don't go booing those Astro players tonight, Los SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Carver, hi. Uh, I know you like to keep a running uh, tab on my technical fouls uh, in the Lifetime League over the years. And uh, I'm now up to 62 after last night receiving an abusive language technical toward the referees uh, after they teched out uh, one of my teammates, threw him out of the game. I added a couple of uh, thoughts about their throwing him out of the game uh, their way. I directed a couple of uh, obscenities mm. their way to let them know what I thought of their decision-making prowess. And it did not go over, over very well. But as you know, uh, you would have been very proud of my choice of delicate words to use in that moment as I received my 62nd technical foul over 10 yeah. years. Uh, and that includes 12 ejections. Yeah, I, I think that I know yesterday you were talking with Jason about uh, how much action was put in on the baller game last night. I, if you would have told me that the ballers uh, were going to lose by 30, I would have definitely had you to get a technical at like minus 500. I mean, that would have been a given. If you're losing by 30, I know that you're going to get rung up uh, for at least one uh, in a game like that. You're going to get your money's worth. Uh, out of a game that the ballers are getting. I, I did have a big sure. game. Uh, I did have a big game in terms of shooting and rebounding and dimes, though. Uh, you would have been proud of me, Carver. Good. Although Good. I will say, once we got down uh, 30, uh, multiple times in the game, it was 30. But I think after the second time it was at 30, uh, we pretty much called it a day and just played it out. Well. And then the swearing started and the cussing and the ejections ah. and then the finger pointing and then the threats and then the... Uh, you know, some of the things I talked about with these uh, refs, uh, wives and mothers uh, was deplorable, I have to say. And I uh, am ashamed of none of it. No, you shouldn't be. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, if they want to come down and watch, they're going to have to deal with the consequences. That's just the way that it works. Uh, on the other side uh, tonight for the American League, of course, the Astros and Dusty Baker Uh, are the squad that is going to be managing after losing in the World Series to the Braves last year. Here's Baker, Scotty, announcing Dirty Harry McClanahan as the starting pitcher yesterday while also admitting he's never seen him pitch. Uh, Here's Dusty. For the American League is Shane McClanahan. And, uh, you know, he's deserving. I've, tell you the truth, I've never seen him pitch. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and we didn't play him at all this year, but everybody that I've talked to told me that he is nasty. And so, uh, you know, he is, he is my choice through, through talking to, you know, to others. And I'm excited to, to see him pitch, except when he's pitching against us in September. You know, there, there are so many deserving guys in the AL who've had a heck of a year so far. And 
even being consideration for this was truly just an honor for me, and I'm very excited to uh, take the ball and you know, shades on Dirty Harry. Dusty see me pitch for the first really time. Like so. the <laughs> Honestly, I mean, those are almost as good as my Maui Jim clears. I mean, honestly, he's right up there. And my man, Dusty, uh, telling it like it is. Uh, always. By the way, McClanahan did pitch against the Astros in the ALCS two years ago. Uh, Dusty doesn't remember that one. It was only a couple of innings. We'll, we'll cut him a break uh, for that. I don't remember Sunday. <laughs> so he has. <laughs> I know. So we got to give Dusty's. Dusty's only been a part of what you know about five hundred thousand baseball games in his career. So we'll give yeah. Dusty a little bit of a break uh, yesterday with Dirty Harry. I'm not going to give him a break for this though, Scotty. Now, of course. We know how the Astros uh, are taken in the city of Los Angeles. Uh, now, the team has changed a lot. Dusty's got a point here. He doesn't want the L.A. fans booing the Astro players when they get introduced tonight simply because most of the guys there weren't on the Astros when they cheated the World Series. Here's Dusty. Well, whether I'm cheered or booed, at this point in my life and my career, it doesn't matter. And... Um, I've been cheered and booed all over the country. So uh, just do what you got to do. And then if my uh, if they cheer my if they boo my players, I would prefer uh, that this beautiful town of LA don't and kind of forget the past because most of the players that are here uh, weren't even there during the, the scandal. And I just wonder uh, about the forgiveness of human of mankind. And also at the same time, you know, these no guys are here, in LA. are here because they want to be here. And so hopefully I hope that they don't, they don't boo them because it doesn't do any good. He is tripping. I mean, they will boo uh, homeless people. I mean, they, they are ruthless fans there. I've already gone down the, the litany of things and crimes yep. and misdemeanors they've committed at Dodger Stadium. They are not nice, and they will not be. The more you talk about it, the more they'll do it. You, you say, don't boo my players. Now they're going right. to boo them automatically. In fact, Dusty, I hadn't even been thinking about that aspect of it the Astro right. players, until Dusty brought it up yesterday. So right. Dusty actually probably reminded people to boo the Astro players uh, in the All-Star yep. game. One more thing on the Astros, Scotty. Of course, uh, Oakland was there over the weekend. Astros, like we said, their entire coaching staff is there because they were in the World Series last year. They have a lot of players in the game. Uh, but Oakland, who has one representative, that is our boy Pete Blackburn, who we love on C to C cashing tickets for us. Oakland, as cheap as they always are, was sending Blackburn to Los Angeles in coach on a commercial flight. Uh, no first class, no special charter for your boy Blackburn. So in Houston on Sunday, the Astros got wind of that and they invited Blackburn to take the charter with them to Los Angeles. So your boy Pete got to ride in style with the Astro contingent out to Los Angeles. Here he is talking about it. Um, I took, uh, I flew, flew with Houston over here um, with, with their, uh, their guys, their, their charter. Um, and it was, it was fun. Um, you know, I felt, I felt like they, they made me feel very kind of welcomed and comfortable. And, uh, you know, we had some, some good conversations, some good laughs. Um, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was a good time. How did it come about? Um, 
it was I was just brought to me and asked if, if I wanted to fly with them uh, and I said yeah you know if, if Dusty if Dusty would, yeah. would allow that then better than the yeah, coach ticket my team what did it mean to you that the Astros organization uh, wanted to bring you over here to the all-star game on their charter no it's awesome uh, it just kind of shows that you know within within baseball you know everyone everyone it's just kind of like a brotherhood and everyone respects respects each other um, and tries to help each other out so I'm greatly appreciative for their organization and, and then letting me kind of tag along over here except for Moneyball, who uh, they obviously are the cheapest team in sports, and they play in that ashtray dump. And the fact that they're still lying about trying to build a stadium in the Bay Area, uh, is it's humiliating. It's so embarrassing. Like, they are a minor league outfit, a minor league operation, a minor league team. They are not legitimate. And I can't even fathom how many times they've gone to the playoffs with zero payroll. It is astonishing to me. But that's the way they treat their players, to send him in coach down the coast to the All-Star game. And meanwhile, he flies with the Astros. You know what that means? That guy just got a taste of the other side. He wants out of Oakland. Yeah. I guarantee it. He wants to be <laughs> traded to the Astros. I mean, honestly, couldn't spend a little G-note and put your all-star uh, in the first-class ticket uh, out to L.A.? I mean, honestly, right. uh, it just is amazing sometimes. Uh, we will come back, Scotty. We will get into the odds for tonight's game, odds to win MVP. We have a few more players for you. White Sox closer Liam Hendricks says they are going to win the AL Central, and Xander Bogarts will recap uh, a miserable Final week before the All-Star break uh, for the Red Sox, and it was miserable. Remember when I flew to Toronto? Yes. I'm like, it's only 50 minutes. I'll go coach. Then I, it took six hours to go 50 <laughs> minutes. I was sitting in coach with my knees and my chin. I never go coach. I go business class every time. Coach is it's federal prison. It's like getting thrown in the hole at Leavenworth. Coach in airlines is the worst thing that's ever happened to this country in the history of the United States. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, for all back on Coast to Coast, I don't know if you saw it or not, uh, Carver High. It was unbelievable. Because most people, I think, were distracted by the, you know, two silver bats that go to the home run derby champ, Soto, when they handed it. It was Bad Bunny who actually handed off the award. 
and the bling ice chain that he wore with the home, home run derby and the, uh, all the diamonds. But I don't know if you noticed, but Bad Bunny was actually wearing a uh, handkerchief or whatever, like a bank robber over his face, hiding and concealing his face. And his shirt, he had this dynamic shirt on. And if you looked really closely when he was handing all the awards over, you were kind of distracted by Soto and the silver bats and the diamonds and everything. But the uh, bandana and the shirt that he had on Bad Bunny all covered with uh, at Sports Grid and at Sports Grid TV logos. His entire shirt and handkerchief covered in our logo. Great marketing by Rebecca Harrelson to get, you know, the sought after Bad Bunny endorsement. I mean, this guy, Bad Bunny, man, he's everywhere. He's like a bad cold. You can't get rid of this guy. I mean, everywhere you turn, this guy, Bad Bunny, is all over the place. I'll tell you who was worse than Bad Bunny last night. How about the guy, Marte, from the Mets? Could he get himself on the camera anymore while Soto was winning the home run derby? I mean, jumping on his back, jumping in front of the camera. I mean, Marte, calm down. Jeez, uh, him and Bad Bunny all over the place last night. Uh, let's finish up the rest of this all-star stuff. Here's Liam Hendricks, Scotty, closer for the White Sox, one of the 900 guys who were added to the team uh, after the initial rosters were put out. He says the White Sox, who have now fought their way back to 500 at the break, are going to win the AL Central because of some chirping that they have heard uh, from the other teams ahead of them in the standings. Here's Hendricks. I mean, you look at the depth of talent that we have on this team. Uh, you look at the, the drive that we have. I mean, and in, all, in all honesty, some of the comments by some of our division rivals players on, this, on those teams has really thrived and really really hit home for us. That that's where their mindset is, and that's something that we want to rectify and make sure that they don't think that way. Guys have noticed. Guys have heard those comments. Guys have heard these comments. People read. Uh, not as much as I do generally, but people do read. I think Liam's what? tripping. I've never heard one person say anything other than fire Tony and the White Sox suck, which is exactly what they were in the first On, half. Uh, they were awful. Uh, let's next go to Xander Bogarts, uh, Scotty. He, he spent some time on FS1 yesterday with your boy, uh, Big Poppy, who not only uh, was championing uh, Bogarts' endeavors to get paid by the Red Sox, but he also asked him about the miserable finish to the first half going into the break. Here's Bogarts. Sander, I had a question. What is going on with my Red Sox and my boy? Did I need to go into the clubhouse and shake him up or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> we had a rough week, man. We had a rough week. Went down to Tampa, got swept. Went to New York. I mean, it, it was a rough week, you know, and, and stuff like that happens in the game. It was a really bad timing for that to happen. Mm -hmm. I felt like going into Tampa after those two wins against Yankees at home, we were in a really good spot. And, uh, I mean, they just they just beat us up, you know. I mean, it was it was rough. Those were some really rough days in that clubhouse, but because for the most part, all the games we were right in it, you know. Just those last two games with the Yankees, we got yeah, you were we got you spanked, were right in but, it. But uh, it was it was uh, <laughs> some adversity we're dealing with. A lot of injuries also. Yeah, I think a lot of the, yesterday. Yeah, he got hurt. Yeah, a lot on. of the big boys, the starters, yeah. a lot of guys, bullpen guys. So it's been tough, man. Injuries definitely, I would say, played a big part yeah. too. What a shame. Yeah, and uh, they have, uh, it reminds me of uh, Aiton. They didn't offer Bogarts anything and a new deal, an extension, nothing. Same thing as uh, the Suns, the way they treated Aiton. They had to match the offer by the Pacers. Are the Red Sox really going to let the guy that's been planted it short and done the most damage on that team with Devers 
of anyone on the entire roster over the last 10 years, and you're going to get rid of him for nothing? You're just going to let that guy roll out of Boston? It's crazy. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, we shall see what happens with him at the end of the season. Uh, All-star game tonight, Scotty. If it's tied after nine innings, uh, they will have a home run derby. Uh, I'm not going to call it a swing off uh, like I did yesterday, which they did have last night, by the way. We did get the swing off between Pujols and Schwarber. Uh, three guys from each team will compete uh, in some dopey uh, gimmick that they're going to have after the game if it's tied after nine innings. How, how many home run contests can you have? I mean, honestly. Well. Like, are you serious? This is as look, bad as their idea to let uh, home field be decided for the World Series. I mean, it's just one bad idea after the next. Look, and that's also, take that into consideration if you're, you know, if you're actually going to bet this game tonight. Like, if it is tied, you, it's going to go down to that. You know, that, that's what's going to determine whether <laughs> you win your bet on the All-Star game is a bunch of guys uh, getting up. And it's not going to be the good guys either. I think it's going to be the guys that are in the game at the end. They've already named them. Like, Ty France is going to do it for the American League. Uh, so you're going to be on the hopes of some guys at the end uh, if it is tied. Here we go. Odds to win the game tonight. Scotty, the National League is still the favorite. In fact, I have seen them now go uh, up to the second, minus 118, and the American League go to plus 100 uh, tonight on the money line. Seven and a half is the total in Los Angeles. Well, I mean, I guess you could say it's got to end it at some point, the bleeding, right? Eight straight All-Star games, 20 of 24, AL wins, AL wins it every year, and, and I just can't believe these odds. I, I really can't. I'll take the yeah. American League. I'll take the uh, lay the run and a half at plus a buck sixty, and I'll take the uh, over seven and a half for the game. And I told you before, I'll say it again. Uh, I think they'll score seven runs themselves, and. Uh, I don't think the National League scores four, but what do I know? I, I have no clue what the, the game's going to be like. All I know is I bet the American League forever, and I've cashed the ticket almost every single year forever. I mean, it's just – and I don't even really, at the end of the day, give a rat's ass who wins. I really don't. Like, uh, I, I just – I've always thought, and I'm just going to say this, I think it's the worst week in sports – in this country every year. It's just the absolute worst. The fact that you told me next year they're going back to the whole week off, I mean, I, I'm already looking at the calendar for a vacation. I mean, honestly, I can't even, I can't even take it. I mean, next week I'll be uh, out. You'll be, uh, it's your birthday on the 28th, mine on the 29th. Every year I try to, like, remember those two days, right? I, this all-star game, I got to remember that every year. Go away when that stupid event goes down because it's awful. Not only is it awful, uh, I've already made the point this week that all the best players aren't even playing in the game. It's like a bunch of backups and hacks. Uh, they got every guy in They couldn't even find guys. There's so many bad players in it, they're inviting guys to fly on other teams' planes to the game. We do have a couple guys in the game. Here are your odds to win the MVP tonight. If you so choose, of course, Otani. 
uh, the favorite at plus 480. Judge, 6-1. to one. Vlad Guerrero Jr. won it last year in Colorado. He is plus 850. Mookie Betts, of course, in his home park there in Los Angeles is on the board. You've got Goldschmidt, Stanton, the hometown guy in Los Angeles, Machado, Turner, uh, and more. I've seen some good movement. I'm going to tell you who I'm going with tonight, Scotty. I'm taking two uh, picks because, like you said, it's going to be like a backup uh, type of situation. Uh, Tim Anderson from the White Sox at 60-1. to 1. I'm taking Tim Anderson at 60-1 to 1 tonight to win the MVP. Uh, and for the National League, uh, Austin Riley, 44-1. to 1. Those are my picks for the MVP, Scotty. Those guys. Well, I mean, that's rock star. I like it. Why not? Go for it. I still think Otani will get it after he belts a home run off Kershaw to start the game. If he leads off the game with a homer against Kershaw and the American League wins, they'll give it to Otani. They love getting Otani up there uh, and putting him in the spotlight. So he'll probably throw an inning, too. Although they said he's not going to pitch. So no Otani on the mound tonight. Uh, he's just going to swing the bat. Uh, so there you go. We'll have some fun. Mike Trout did an appearance yesterday, Scotty, even though he is not going to be playing in the game. In fact, uh, it was announced that he's going to be the captain of Team USA in the 2023 World Baseball Classic. They're bringing that dopey thing back next year, the World Baseball Classic. We're going to try that again. That never works out because nobody plays in that either. I guess Trout's going to go and save the World Baseball Classic next year. There you go. Yeah, with his bad back. Season. Yeah, that'll get him hurt. He'll get hurt in the World Baseball Classic, and then he won't, won't play for the Angels again. Chris Sale undergoes surgery on his finger. There's no timetable for his return. The Red Sox are hopeful he does return before the end of the season. Steven Strasburg expected to miss the rest of the season, but he will not have surgery hey, on the nerve honestly, issue. Yes. Okay, time out. Honestly, finished. don't get me finished. started on this guy Sale. Uh, I have to say this to you. So a guy on, so this guy has surgery and he's done now. I had a guy on my team break his pinky. And I mean to tell you when this, this kid's finger was so broken, I mean, it literally was, it was like it had curled in and it had snapped inward and his entire pinky was, it looked like Mount Vesuvia. It was so broken. And you know what we did? We went to a timeout, and the guy told me to grab a towel and to re-break his finger. He's like, just crank it, Pharrell. So I went in with the towel, yeah. put it around the guy's broken finger, and I went. <laughs> and there was his uh, surgery. He was back playing, played the rest of the season. We want you. This guy, Sale, is a femme, and you can quote me on it with his little pink ear. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so... 
No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Cover, I, I know you mentioned... Uh... Strasburg and his nerve issue and that he's uh, done for the year, it looks like, and uh, no surgery is planned at all. Well, how does that make any sense at all, that uh, this guy has missed two years with this nerve issue? Uh, this is the second time it's happened, right? So how is it that you have this nerve issue and they're not going to fix it? They're just, what, is yeah. like... Is he going to say his prayers at bedtime and it's just going to go away? I, I don't understand how you have missed two years because of it and they don't have some kind of surgery to fix that problem. It, it, I guarantee you he is finished. He'll come back uh, yeah. next year. It'll happen again and he'll never pitch again. That'll be the end of him. Unfortunately, I I agree with you. I I, I think he's, he's finished. Like we've seen other guys have this thoracic outlet syndrome never be the same i mean harvey clearly was never the same after he got it i know that there was other things that also participated in harvey not being the same pitcher that he was when he first came up women but, uh we <laughs> and other things but we we i just every time now i i think that strasburg had his he had his moment in that world series when the nationals won it he gave it all out and, and he, he had injury problems before that and now he just hasn't been able to stay on the field since. Uh, it's unfortunate, but I think that he is finished. Um, maybe he'll try it, give it another couple tries, but that's very tough. Uh, when you start talking about nerve issues and things like that, that's serious stuff uh, there, especially for professional athletes. Last baseball yep. thing before we move on, Scotty. As we know, the Mariners have won 14 in a row heading into the All-Star break. I just want to let you know that if you started with a crisp $100 bill, and you rolled it over every Mariner game for 14 games straight on the money line, you would have $657,000 right now uh, during the 14-game winning streak. Now, nobody, of course, uh, has mean, done this documented as I, we I, know, I, but... <laughs> I almost had a heart attack. I almost just right there had the big one. Uh, the big one. I almost had the big one. Fred Sanford, I almost had it right there. <laughs> that if I bet a hundred every day for fourteen games, I'd I'd, I'd almost have three quarters of well, a million dollars. The, like you would have to take the hundred and everything you want and just keep rolling it all in. So you win the, you have a hundred, then you get the two, I you take it. the two, you get the four, and it would just roll and roll. And um, hey, they open, uh, they'll go for fifteen Friday night at home against the Astros. And the Astros are playing two on Thursday against the Yankees at home, then have to fly to Seattle to play the Mariners Friday night uh, to open a series with them this weekend. That's so, a good bet. Uh, That's a good bet a right good there. good bet uh, for the Mariners. A doubleheader, uh, and then you got to fly. You're going to lose that game. That's a tough spot. Could be a tough spot for Houston on Friday I'm, night. I'm on that right uh, now. There the I'm on that right now. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Baseball will have some fun tonight with the all-star game uh, before and only one day off tomorrow. And then Thursday, a bunch of Thank games, uh, a couple of afternoon games. We have the doubleheader Thank Yankees God. and the Astros, bunch of games coming up on Thursday in major league baseball. All right, Scotty, it is sec media week. 
in Atlanta. All the coaches, all the pomp and circumstance get together as the start of the college football season is upon us. Yesterday, who's the first guy to the podium? Of course, it is the commissioner of the SEC, Greg Sankey. There's been a lot of movement in college football, Scotty, and he says the SEC, you want to call us a Super League? Guess what? You're right. We are a Super League. Here's Greg. Well, somebody will write that a smart aleck guy. We are a Super League. I mean, that, when I walk through the recitation, this is a Super League. So as I visited um, with our presidents and chancellors and ADs, and I understand the timing is this news broke June 30. I did not gather that group until the next Wednesday. Uh, I wanted to make sure I learned what was actually happening. But also, I didn't want a story like on Friday, the day after, oh, the SEC presidents are gathering, and then you have this ripple effect of they're going to do something. Um, and so we wanted to be patient and wanted to communicate. Um, I, I, again, we're comfortable at 16. There's no sense of urgency, no sense of panic. We're not just shooting uh, for a number of affiliations that make us better. Could they be out there? I would never say they're not. I would never say that we will. Um, we're going to be um, evaluating the landscape. I'm not going to speculate. And I actually am watching a lot of this activity operating around us, more so than impacting us directly. Yeah, don't get me started on how many crappy teams are in that conference that never do a thing ever, that are awful on an annual basis, and you can make money off of them. They are sure-fire stink fest, as always. Uh, they, the reason they went and got Oklahoma and Texas is because the bottom half of that conference is complete ass muffins, and that's all there is to it. There are the haves and have-nots, and even Nick Saban today was talking about the haves, and he knows he's one of them. The haves and have-nots in that conference, it is such a, a disparity from the good to the bad. It's not even funny if you ask me. So I get it. They, they've won three straight national championships. There's like, you know... Four or five good teams, the rest of them suck. So, you know, I, I calm down on the SEC. There are four or five really good teams that that's why they're, you know, Alabama's on CBS every Saturday. They don't show Vanderbilt and the rest of these hack teams uh, that play in that conference. Uh, I'm telling you, that's all there is to it. How many Saturdays in a row in my life do I have to watch Alabama on CBS? I mean, honestly, like, it is so embarrassing listening to this rhetoric about how great they are when they really only have three good teams. Three great teams, the rest of them suck. You can't even argue it, Carver High. And all you SEC fans can kiss my ass. You know it's true, too. Uh, you, you know when you see that candy-ass schedule you get every year with those seven easy games, I mean, it's like a walk in a park. Christ, I'm surprised they don't play the Citadel more often. I mean, they're about as good as the teams that are in that conference with them. Why the hell do you think they went and got Oklahoma and Texas? The reason Texas is going to be good is that Manning kid. Otherwise, they suck too. They haven't done anything in 40 years. They haven't done a thing. It's been less than 40. All right, I'll give you a Vince Young, right? That was exciting. They haven't been good since. I don't even want to hear it. Don't even start with me. Just stop. I mean, even the Big Ten's better. I mean, at least they got a bunch of football teams in there that'll play. I mean, what is it? Yeah. Carver High, am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. How many good teams are in the SEC? Three? 
It's it's not very often that they give you Vandy against Missouri on Saturday at three thirty. Oh, uh, what a Vandy, thrill Missouri for game everyone watching the Missouri Tigers and Drew Locke play football. Oh my God! Don't even get me started. Oh my uh, God, Greg. Ugh, Greg also swearing. said, you "Better go to break." Uh, Greg also uh, did comment on the USC UCLA stuff. He said their acquisition of Texas and Oklahoma was a lot better than the Big Ten getting UCLA and USC. Uh, no bones about it. He flat out said it. He said it was a better move uh, what we did than what they did. Uh, so, so clearly, who said competition. that? Uh, Sankey, Greg Sankey, who you just yeah, listened whatever. to. Sankey said that. So he has croissants to... for breakfast every day with all those he chancellors does. and presidents. What a Fun breakfast get together that has to be with that dork. That's the that's honestly the crack go to breakfast with Carver High and I there. at the buffet in Vegas. I'll show yeah. you a good time. You want to have fun? Go to breakfast with us. You want to go have breakfast with a bunch of dorks? Have at it. Let's now go to Brian Kelly. Of course, he is new to the Southeastern Conference after leaving South Bend. He is now in Baton Rouge, the head coach of the LSU Cheating. Tigers. Of course. NIL uh, is a very big topic, and amongst all of these coaches, here's Kelly basically telling you, we got plenty of money down here, baby. Nobody's going to outbid us for any players. He actually says outbid us. Here's Kelly. Uh, it's been kind of documented, maybe LSU or the collective of NIL of LSU doesn't have as much funds as other schools. How do you overcome that, and have you run into a situation yet where maybe you were outbid for a player, and how do you overcome that? First of all, I don't know that we don't have as many funds. Um, nobody has given me, you know, any kind of documentation that we're behind. I feel very comfortable, quite honestly, as I stand here, you know, talking to you that, um, you know, what we're doing relative to NIL is as competitive uh, as anybody else. Dirty. Um, Dirty is what I don't it is. feel like we're being outbid uh, by anybody. Outbid. Uh, I don't think that's the place of NIL uh, anyway. So if we are being outbid, then we're going to be outbid if we have $50 million in our collective. So I don't feel hamstrung uh, by that. Uh, I want to continue to educate uh, with NIL. Uh, I want to oh, be able to use stop. the resources wisely. Uh, to help promote yes, name, image, and likeness, and 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 have that available uh, for our student athletes. Um, sure, when, student when, athletes. When the time comes. Student athletes. Yeah, and you know what that means in Portuguese. I don't have to listen to priests tell me what to do every day now, and Father Hesburgh <laughs> and his right. friends making me go to that's boring right. breakfast, uh, like Sankey goes to with the rest of those losers. I'm telling you, here's what they do in Baton Rouge. Everybody knows it. They just cheat. Look, they all do. Let's be fair here. I mean, this is college better. athletics now. Him using the word, these guys throwing around words like getting outbid. So now it's not anymore about, well, a player is going to pick my school because of the campus or the classes or the coaches. No, or the, this is all about money now. Yeah, but now it's out in the open. It was behind closed doors for a long time. Now it's just flat out, out there. This is professional sports now. We're not going to be outbid. We're going to offer this kid more money than anybody else. And it's just there. 
And, and that's and that's and, what, that's what it is now. And, and furthermore, they're smart enough uh, with their, if you will, team or parents or agent yeah. to know that the key is where do I go to school where I can get to the NFL the fastest yes. and have a gigantic that's guaranteed it. payday with my rookie signing bonus and the millions that I'll make that's going it. forward. No question. Uh, of course, Brian has made uh, a lot of. Uh, social media highlights this offseason with his new southern accent, his love for southern food. Uh, of course, being in South Bend for 10 years, uh, he has changed overnight. Here he is talking about all the food he loves in Louisiana, Scotty. Most important question of the day, in your best southern accent, what's the favorite or best food you've had since you moved to Louisiana? Oh, well, understand now, I have a Boston, Midwestern, Louisiana accent now. So, <laughs> you know, you're, you're, it's three dialects <laughs> into one. So <laughs> it's no longer family. I got, like, all kinds of stuff to throw at you. So just be ready. Uh, the best, you know, it's probably the crawfish etouffee. Is, is, oh, the I mean, crawfish. I don't know how you, you, you top that. Now, the... Um, he has no idea. I would idea say what he's also the, the the grilled oysters. If you haven't oh, had those gr grilled oysters, oysters try that. That'll get your cholesterol level up really high quickly. Um, <laughs> that that's pretty good too. We got <laughs> the jambalaya, oysters. Coach. Uh, I don't think he's been there long enough to know anything about the food. He's a phony. He's been a phony. I know. I sound like sour grapes because he used to be my coach. He's a phony, that act that he's pulling down there in Baton Rouge now. Everybody knows it, too. Later, we'll hear from Lane Kiffin, who had a much different demeanor than Brian Kelly yesterday. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, the fans love it. They line up for it. It's today in Carver High history. Uh, they certainly do. 1974, Cleveland's Dick Boseman no-hits the A's. He only missed out on a perfect game by his own doing, a throwing error in the fourth inning. 1980, Summer Ooh. Olympics open in Moscow. 66 nations boycott led by the U.S. due to the Soviet-Afghan War. They've got big problems over there now, too. 1987, Sir Nick Faldo wins his first major, the British Open, one stroke over Azinger and Roger Davis. Let's hear it. That little four-and-a-half-inch hole is going to alter 
one of these gentlemen's lives quite considerably in the next five or six seconds. Sir Nick. Then he rubbed it in AJ's today, face all weekend here at the old course. And today, they're still competing today to see who can be more boring each weekend during the golf telecast. 1990, Pete Rose sentenced to five months in jail for tax evasion. He would end up having a lot bigger problems. 1990, Rigetti passes Whitey Ford for most appearances with the Yankees. 499. 92, Faldo wins again. This time he beats John Cook. 94, two hours before the game is supposed to start between the Orioles and the Mariners. Four 15-pound tiles fall from the roof of the kingdom. Jeez. 96, the Summer Olympics open in Atlanta. Pharrell was there. 98, Carlos Delgado becomes the first player to reach the fifth deck of the Sky Dome in Toronto. Look out. 98, Mark O'Mara wins the British Open. He beat Brian Watts. 2009, Stuart Sink wins his only major. The British Open by six strokes over Tom Watson. He hasn't stopped drinking since, Scotty. Stuart Sink when he won that British Open in 2009. My man, Stewie. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.